General Slamhammer, Admiral Howe's fleet is advancing on the harbor. We need orders! Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of flow and tell, and I've kind of decided that this whole revolution thing, it's for the birds. Birds? Sir, how can you say that? Oh, easy. Because I'm a coward! Flow and tell is a treacherous manifesto, and if you listen to it, you're a traitor and a coward! A traitor and a coward! Don't forget dumb, Daniel. I am not Daniel, and you are not Bonesaw. Yeah! I mean... Oh no! If you are a traitor and a coward, listen to Flow and Tell at JabroniU.com. If you are not a traitor and a coward, listen to Dude Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com! Attention students! The Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. What is that? The future of radio. Coming to you from fabulous studio B plus in Brayton, Florida. It's new jabroni pro wrestling with me, Daniel Salorzno and heartless Jake Sterling. I happy to be here. So bone, bone saws away and, while the bone saws away, the, the mice will play. And you are the uh, first of many guest spots I'm going to have over the next two weeks. Well, it's not many, but it's it's a couple. Good riddance, I say, honestly. <laughs> he, you're a better wrestler than he is. <laughs> That's saying something. I appreciate that. Wow. High praise. Uh, so, hey, hey, man. Uh, so what did what did you think of these two nights? Because I like I thought that we were going to be you know set up for some midweek doldrums, and I was actually pretty impressed with these for for weekday offers. So, um, so I'll say that there were some duds that I thought were going to be duds, and they absolutely were duds. <laughs> <laughs> but but then there's some there's some matches that surprised me for sure, and then there's some matches that I expected to deliver, and they absolutely did. So. We got a little bit of everything, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll we'll get through it. Maybe I'll remember something wasn't as great. I I think maybe I like night six better than I like night seven. I think probably. I would agree with that. Yes. Okay. That that that's that's what I th- yeah. I was a I, I, night night six was kind of like oh yeah like th- this was way better than I was thinking it was and then night seven I felt like started better than I thought it was going to and then like didn't really deliver on the on the back end I don't know we'll we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out but first we'll we'll do some business uh, for news and content updates be sure to follow us on Instagram at ju wrestling and of course at jabroniwrestling.com if you want merch head over to our threadless store at jabroniu.threadless.com please be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and remember to give us that sweet Dave Meltzer 5 star rating bookmark us on Instagram or tell us how you feel directly at jabroniuwrestling at gmail.com and let's well, let, let's get into night 6 here we're back in the shadow of the Tokyo Dome, good old Cork and Hall. Beautiful. And we're we're starting off the night with uh the the dastard Cheese Owens, the rotten stinky Cheese Owens versus Kratocon. And I don't know if you've been watching the uh the post matches uh like Ocon's promos are just outlandish. 
They're they're getting weirder and weirder, and they're just funnier and better every time I see them. He's a very different man uh, from his uh, heroic antics outside of the ring to his Mongolian chops inside the ring. <laughs> He's all over the place. <laughs> I don't know what to feel. I don't know. I think I like him. I think I'm an Okan fan. I can't. I don't know though. <laughs> the he confuses me. What once once the heroics came into play, and then his whole excursion over to over to America where he's just like, I'm going to go to Las Vegas and then do everything a tourist would do in Las Vegas, including go to strip clubs, go to the heart attack grill, ride, uh, ride yeah. a mechanical bull that's shaped like a giant penis. You know, all the, all the hits. Yeah. He's living life. He's doing it the right way. <laughs> uh, Chase blasts Ocon, uh, right as he's, uh, taking his napkin off of his face, <laughs> like out of fucking nowhere. Just, with, with, a, with like a bunch of dust and uh, rolls him up, gets gets a two count. Uh, this what the fuck did I write? Lists okay. Chris Charlton lists Ocon's myriad accolades. Kevin Kelly goes, yeah, but has he beaten Tanahashi? To which I say, cut the shit, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the I love the powder to start. It caught me off guard completely. He hits his nice little pose, and then boom, right in the face. And after you know years of of, of us getting it from Mister Fuji, I think it's about time that we we got him back. You know. <laughs> okay, uh, the shrieking Mongolian chops will never not make me laugh. Also, yep, he, I agree with that. Also, he did uh, machine gun Mongolian chops, which is uh, d- different from his usual offering, and it, it, I enjoyed it. I love uh, I love Kevin Kelly's constant go to that you can't train your face. Yeah, that's... you work out as much as you want, but you can't train your face. I mean, I I think uh, later on as we get into uh, Hanare and uh, Goto, I'm gonna say that you very much can train your face, or or Ishii for that matter. Like they, I see people getting hit in the face and then they fall over. Those guys get hit in the face a million times and nothing happens. So. I yes. I think Kevin Kelly's wrong. I don't know if you can train it or if you're just born with it, though. <laughs> I think Ishii was born with some with some uh, special powers that <laughs> that allow him to get hit a little harder than a normal man. That's, it it could be. Owens gets put up on the turnbuckle and Okan Mongolian chops him in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's never not going to make me laugh. Owens does a slingshot code breaker off of the apron. That that looked pretty rad. Never, like he's been trying out. Great. He's been trying out some new offense. I just want to say I, I feel like as a wrestler, I can offer a different perspective here. Uh, Chase Owens does this combo, and now I've noticed he does it in almost every match. But he does like a face buster to the knee, and then like a super kick to the gut, and then hits the ropes and hits a neck breaker. And I just want to go on record and saying that I'm 100% stealing that. You will see that <laughs> matches going forward. <laughs> Uh, it's, you know, and the good thing too, is if you steal stuff from new Japan, most of the people that are seeing you are probably not going to pick up on that. Exactly. I'm not stealing it. I'm bringing it to America. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. Well, don't go to Texas. He is the, uh, he is the Texas heavyweight champ, Chase Owens. Yeah, yeah, I love. They do the nice little, uh, the little grab the wrist throat rip spot to uh, Ocon at the end too. I like that too. That was a cool spot. Oh yeah. 
I, 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 yeah, o- Okan goes, you like basketball? And then reverse choke slams him right into the apron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate Kevin Kelly for that one, for letting me in on that one. Yeah, and then, like you said, Owens hangs up Okan uh, by the throat, uh, pulling his arm, uh, yeah, he pulled his arms through the ropes to the outside, so he, like, hung like hung him up on the on the rope by his throat, and it was pretty cool. Then he hits that C-trigger, straight and true, it just goes smack, package pile driver, victory, 11 minutes, 58 seconds. This was, uh, this was my number three match for the night. And my, my notes here say, the safest package pile driver I've ever seen. Hey. <laughs> That see see that's that's good that's good to know because it's, I think sometimes I think sometimes people don't understand like when like some people are very safe to work with yeah like, I feel like Osprey you know doing doing a standing uh, shooting star press and then crushing Sonata's orbital socket maybe not the safest thing maybe there's constant uh, hidden blades to the back of the head not super safe because that's but what... the thing about Osprey is he does just as much damage to himself as he does an opposed opponent. So eh, yeah, it's a double bladed sword, but, <laughs> but I appreciate that. Okay. Chase Owens safe to work with. Good. Good to know, especially if you're getting packaged pile driver, cause that's yeah. uh, exceedingly dangerous. Exactly. 11 minutes 50. Uh, it was my number. It was my number three for the match or for, for the night. What do you think? My number two, your number two. Okay. I was a big fan. Uh, Kenta vs. Evil was my was my number two because uh, it was it's uh, Evil getting a number two is as high as he's gonna as he's gonna fucking get no like no matter what what show this is on, um, but this match was just very good like it's Bullet Club vs. Bullet Club they're they're both going to cheat in exciting ways and the whole point of the match is who could cheat better and in this case. It's not annoying to watch Evil do do his cheating thing. I I, I gave this one three. Um, it was almost two because Kenta, my God, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Kenta. I love everything he's doing, but Evil just does nothing for me. He doesn't he doesn't excite me at all. He doesn't get me. I don't know. So Kenta for me was exciting to watch him, and and I don't know. Evil just confuses me. I don't know how to feel when I watch him. Is he evil? Is he dastardly? Or is he just a cheating? I don't I don't know. It's, I'm undecided on evil. Yeah, listen, it's it's okay. Uh, Bo- Boats on I have done our uh, due diligence. You don't have to like evil. <laughs> okay, you, cool. you only gotta like evil. You don't have to go through any trouble to like evil. It's it's fine. Okay, evil wants to shake hands, and I can't see anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong is going to happen. And then let's see. He immediately tries to pull him into his finisher. <laughs> oh, okay. I spoke too soon. Then they, then they go to Too Sweet and Kenta pops him right in the fucking eyes. (laughs) Right in the eyes. Boom. I love that. Perfect. Kenta brings a peace offering from under the ring. It's his, it's his new book. (laughs) Which when we dole out awards, when we dole out awards at the end of G1 season, um, best promo is almost certainly going, going to Kenta. And it's all largely based on him promoting this book. It's oh my god, it's so good! And like they do, I believe they do it on night seven as well in the tag match. They've got more. They've got more <laughs> Kenta book stuff. It's ridiculous. Okay, uh, K- Kenta hits Evil with his book, 
And then he pounds the ring bell in Evil's face. <laughs> uh, Kevin is like, the time, the, says the timekeeper is uh, grateful to Kenta for doing that after all the times Evil has, you know, bashed, him, bashed his table over and now he's safe from that. And then Evil immediately turns around and bashes the timekeeper's table to fucking hell. <laughs> the timekeeper lands in like the second row. Remind, remind me what they do with the bell because my notes just, I can't remember what they did. My notes just say ridiculous ring bell spot. <laughs> yeah, he, I, Evil tried to hit him with the ring bell and Kenta just pushed it back onto his face and just smacked the ring bell with a hammer. Oh, that's right. The and, hammer, yeah, and, yeah. And, the, and the best part of that is Kevin goes, well, the, the bell rings and we're underway. <laughs> and then I love Evil selling like his ears were ringing. He sold the ears like, oh my God. <laughs> It's the loudest that's thing that's ever happened. Oh God! Uh, okay, we have we do have my favorite line of the entire G one coming up from Kevin Kelly. I don't know if you know what it is. Uh, we'll we'll have to hear because the the bell sounds that were underway was was pretty good. <laughs> okay, e- evil chokes Kenta with the microphone and tries to turn this into an I quit match. <laughs> yep, <laughs> right. Yep, right on the spot. <laughs> Impromptu I quit match. The the first match was a very good wrestling match. This was just ev- like every step of the way was just fucking entertaining. Yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it that for sure. The show the show needs a little bit of everything. Yeah, it definitely got entertainment factor from this match. Yeah, Kenta somehow ends up in in the uh, in the middle and uses Evil's submission. Ch- oh, okay. So Evil Evil does this thing where he like he puts you in like a. Uh, and like a cobra stretch, and then he'll grab somebody's arm on the outside of the ring, and so like what, like when all of House of Torture is in a match, you got one guy in a cobra stretch, and then you have four guys like stretching Evil's arm, so it's like creating a ton of torque on the cobra stretch. So it's cheating basically. Yeah. And Evil went to do that, but then somehow Kenta was the one that ended up putting him in the stretch, and then he grabbed Dick Togo's arm, and like Dick Togo's like trying to get his arm away, and in trying to release his arm, he's tightening the stretch on eel it was fucking hilarious i wonder is this is this when kevin sells it because my favorite line of the whole match is when kevin goes kenta with a handful of dick (laughs) (laughs) yes yep i lost it i lost it i rewinded it i was like i must have heard that wrong (laughs) watch it again the you know I I find that these guys end up saying some just really weird stuff like th- this is like we're right into the groove now where it's like okay we've gotten through the first week and now like we've like you know they've sat through you know two four six eight ten twelve like fourteen hours of wrestling in the span yeah. you know in the span of a week so their commentary starts to like get a little silly. Chris Charlton, <laughs> fucking on the on, on the second night says, he he says something funny. We'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> Kenta brings a crutch in. Uh, Dick Togo says no, and then Kenta Eddie Guerrero's it throws the crutch in Dick Togo's hand, and then you know pretends like he got hit in the face. Uh, then then the lights go out. So you know I'm thinking here comes show probably. Uh, no, Kenna's being strangled with a t-shirt. And then Kenta and Evil start dosy doing to get into the ring right, right, right at the end as 
as the uh, as the referee re- you know is getting closer and closer to twenty. At nineteen, Dick Togo emerges from under the ring to hold Kenta down, and Kenta fails to meet the twenty count. Evil wins in ten minutes and thirteen seconds. Yeah, uh, Dick Togo doing his best Hornswoggle impersonation, and uh, just very very disappointed in the Kenta loss. He's my guy. That, that, was, that was rough. Didn't uh, but, I? I think but very, 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 very entertaining. Yeah, James Ellsworth do that to like Braun Strowman at like Survivor Series or something. I know he he would. <laughs> he, I just remember he was on the SmackDown team, and he like like at the last. We're like, oh my god, how are they gonna keep? Who are, I'm pretty sure it was Braun Strowman. It was someone gigantic, and it, like he goes to get in the ring, and they're like ten, and then the camera just pans down, and James Ellsworth like bye, Whoop, sucks back out of the ring. Oh my god, it sounds sounds extremely accurate, and I, I think I do my best to block the James Ellsworth era out of my mind. <laughs> oh god, it's a, uh, it is a, uh, really disheartening that even. You know, even even at that time when I would still deem like there was a lot that I didn't care for, but it was sort of the only game in town at that point, and I was like really like into being back into wrestling. Yeah, uh, it's sad when you know, just turns out everyone's a fucking creep. <laughs> especially especially all those people are just like, oh man, I remember having this fond memory, and then it's like, oh yeah, no. You're you're a monster. Now now you've ruined now you've retroactively ruined those memories and you know, I don't have to remind you that you're a creep every time, but Yeah, you can't be completely normal and decide to be a professional wrestler. There's gotta be something weird about you. I just ask that you don't be a pedophile. That's a good I, I feel that's, like that's, that's I feel like that's a reasonable ask. I don't think that's too much to ask. Alright, uh we we move on to Archerverse Lawler and Oh no! Wait a second. I had one more note. Kevin asked Show if he uh, turned the lights out, and Show's like, mm. and then Evil's like, "Oh, you want you want to two sweet us? Is, is that is that what you're saying?" Just, just fucking with Kevin Kelly on the way out. I just thought it was funny. Okay, Archer versus Lawler. Wait, wait. Is it is, on the way out? Is that the moment? I can't remember who it was. That or if it was the tag match when Kenta walks by and he's like, "Where's my book? Why don't you guys have my book on the table?" Oh, that that was that was for the tag match. And then they're like, Amazon was sold out. And he just, I popped. He goes, Amazon? (laughs) (laughs) Like, Kenta has no clue what Amazon is. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, Archer, Archer versus Lawler. This, this was my, uh, this was my number four. I was looking forward to this match because I haven't, I've not really seen Lawler work a match. And I thought it was an okay match, but it was the weakest offering of the night for me. Easily my number four, and that is because I, I told you I was going to poop on a couple people, but uh, one of them is man Lance Archer. He he's another guy that just does nothing for me. I don't I get it. He's the murder hawk. He's a big guy, but I don't know, man. It just I, I'm very interested in Tom Lawler right now. I, I my first uh, I saw him for the first time when uh, New Japan Strong came to St. Pete a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd have no clue who he was. He came out. He's obviously ridiculous. He comes out with his shorts and takes off his shorts, and then he's wearing shorts, and like it's just like ridiculous. He's a never. He's, he's a never nude. He, he's great, man. He's he's he's, he's very very uh, theatrical and, and just eccentric, and and uh, so I was excited to see what he did with Archer, and he, I think he did his best. He just, I don't know, man. <laughs> Archer's just he's just that stereotypical American big man going to Japan to do nothing, 
and to just kind of be a big man. Okay, so so this I would say based on the evidence of this G one that I would be like if I had nothing else to go on, I'd be like okay. If you felt like sitting around and watching every one of his matches from G one twenty nine four years ago, I, it like. What? G G uh, uh, it was G one twenty nine. So it was uh, the one that was uh, in twenty nineteen. Yeah. He, oh my god! Like Boatsaw and I fell in love with like, like every one of his matches was was a stone cold fucking banger. Okay. The, 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 this you know this year off of these couple of matches haven't re- it hasn't really been much. But I mean like it it was like he he would he would come out. And he would annihilate every fucking young lion, like on on the outside of the ring. So it's like, and and then like every every time he came out to the match, it was like just new and creative ways to just destroy these people. And then like when they think that they get what's going on, he finds a different way to destroy them. And then he goes in and like has like a fucking match where you're like that guy is so fucking huge. How does he move like that? Okay, I'll I'll take your word for it. So I mean, my first like real. Ex- like exposure to Lance Archer, other than like his very very old short run in WWE, is uh this is AEW stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, yeah, I was I was I was stoked, I was stoked when he went to AEW. Um, but uh, you know, as as Jeff Cobb constantly likes to remind him, I'm gonna send you back to AEW so you can continue to sit on the sidelines. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> he uh he's th- that that dude that dude could fucking go like that whole that whole run that he had for that G1 climax was was fucking incredible. But yeah, based off of what you see, like yeah, sure, that, that's fine. He hasn't uh, done anything super crazy in in this G1, so and that's that's fine. Yeah. All right, we we start off with a note from Kevin Kelly. Don't look up. Don't make eye contact. Uh, <laughs> young young lion casualties for this match is uh is two, and it's you know for the last match it was one. So I feel like they're just gonna keep adding more and more young lions until he's just destroying everyone. It's that's the hope. I'm cross my fingers. <laughs> I'm gonna keep an eye out for it. Uh, the no pants dance uh, now commences and <laughs> uh, the the G one the Gene one climax can begin. <laughs> Fucking Tom Lawler, man. Also, <laughs> I I like that his outer jeans had frills on the outside. I don't think I've ever seen anyone rocking the the jorts that also, but like had like the fucking like the frills that you would have on on like boots. He had frills on his pants. It was fucking ridiculous. That's that's what John Cena was missing, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> a little more frill. Uh, this this is what you do. You uh, you go to Cody and you go, hey man, I want some jorts but with frills on them. Just just to, just to see what he says. Just to see what he <laughs> says about deciding him. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of notes for this match, but uh, what I wrote, I wrote Archer does nothing for me, which you already discussed, and yeah. then I just wrote I don't understand Tom Lawler, but I like it. Yeah, that, that's fine. Uh, Lawler Lawler stomps on Archer's foot. Archer lariates him out of the corner and just launches him inside out. Archer suplexes Lawler across the ring. Archer goes for a second pounce, and Lawler catches him in midair uh, into like a dragon sleeper. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, I remember yeah. that. It was good. 
Yeah. Lawler and Isaacs start preemptively celebrating with poses on the apron, and Archer choke slams Lawler into Royce Isaacs, which that made me laugh. Good stuff. And yeah, up on the uh, turnbuckle, Lawler catches a step up knee, a massive forearm, and a blackout. And Archer wins in eleven minutes fifty seconds. Yeah, we 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 move on. We move on to the next one because it was the the clear number one. And I got I got to tell you, man, like this match very exceeded my expectations. We were talking about we were talking about Juice earlier, and I always feel like we personally discount Juice, and then it's like it's always like. Uh, yeah, but Juice is kind of like, eh, and then it's like, we just haven't seen Juice in a long time, and then he goes in, and then he fucking wrestles, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, Juice is good. Finlay was the component of this match that I was worried about, and then when we got to the fever pitch at the end, I was like, okay, this match is pretty fucking rock solid. So, yeah, I have, I have probably a lot more to say about this match than most people, because, uh, so, I, I, if anybody listening to this doesn't know, I train with Natty and TJ in Tampa, and one of our regular, like, uh, extra people that comes out is uh, Finley. He comes out, I'd say, at almost every week, if not every other week. And uh, we've become pretty good buds. Uh, I've been texting him on a daily basis uh, throughout the G1, um, just asking him how he's how he's doing after each of his matches, even the tag matches and stuff. I congratulated him on getting to come out to Okada's music on night seven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so you guys can't see as well. They're listening to the podcast. I'm wearing this extremely nice. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling stitched uh, jacket that was given to me by David Finley, um, and uh, he just he was he was I know I know going into this he was super excited about this G one get it's his first time he's gotten to do it and uh, I've known of David for a long time but like but until I got to get in the ring with him like this dude is it's not even close this dude is the most underrated professional wrestler on the planet he can go like and I don't think. He's been really given the opportunity to shine, and that's why I was a little disappointed with this G1 when it started with him versus Yujiro, and it was a, it was a Yujiro win. I just don't understand that, but it's okay, whatever. I, I, I was so excited for David to shine in this, and then the, this was it. This was the, the David Finley coming out party. Like he got to really show like the the, the side that people don't get to see. Like that he's not just this goofball Juice Robinson sidekick. Like this dude can go toe to toe with with anybody, and like. I think I think this was just everybody who's watching the G one. Keep your eyes on David Finley because he's got some freaking incredible matches coming up. He's still got to go. Is Shingo next? He's got Will Osprey. He's got Phantasmo. Like this dude is gonna steal the show with these freaking uh, this the D block. And um, I was this this was the match for the entire G one that I was most excited for to see how it went. And these guys beat the shit out of each other like yeah it it was it was really good and also like i new japan is not good with grudge matches um the, for, first of all first off they don't they don't happen very often uh the so just thinking of thinking of some grudge matches that that have sort of happened in you know in like within the last 5 years uh liger and suzuki had a long drawn out grudge and like this was you know leading up to to the Liger retirement and the whole the whole grudge was great and when they finally got you know like got down to like match time where it's like all right this is going to you know seal the deal i was like here it comes here it comes here it comes and trust me i get this i know i know they're old boys and it's fine but they, they i'm like here it comes here it goes ding 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 and then it's like 
chain wrestling. Uh. <laughs> and, you know, like, you you just, you, you want to see Austin immediately shoot out of the corner and do a Luthez press and then just start bashing into yeah. someone's face. Then, then you start chain wrestling. Absolutely. So it's, so it's just like, it just, it started, it just started off as like, I would like, you know, I would have, I would have done that differently to like capture that urgency. Evil and Sonata should have been the hottest fucking thing on the planet. Those two have no fucking chemistry with each other. Like it's like, it's in, it's insane. Like that, like they, that, that could have been booked like so well. And then it was a dead fish flopping around when they, like on the multiple occasions that they've wrestled with each other. And it's like, you'd be like, your tag partner, bro, like your tag partner betrayed your entire faction like, why do you not feel anything? Like, why? Like, you should feel that that betrayal more acutely than everyone else. And so, when this when this happened, you have a bit of this. Like, okay, give me a fucking grudge match where, like, you know, beat beat the shit out of each other. Like, that's that's what I want to see. And like, man, these two did, and it was fucking awesome. Yes, it was. Uh, I, I think uh, I think like. They, they didn't have, like, a hot start, like you said. Like, uh, it wasn't, like, immediate, like, a tackle and brawl. But at the same time, in this particular instance, you know, I wouldn't call it so much a grudge just yet. It, it's going to get there. It was really just, hey, uh, Juice just out of nowhere being like, hey, I'm not on your team anymore. I'm on a new team. So this is more just like I think David had this animosity built up, and it was like, all right, you're going to abandon me. Well, let me show you why you shouldn't have done that. And uh, – I, I was. I'm a big fan of, of Juice. I will say, I think Juice is the one of the only people on the planet uh, that's a better as, as a as a babyface than he is as a heel. I think he's an incredible babyface. He's a solid heel. He's not bad. He's not bad by any means. But he's so good babyface. There's so few people, few wrestlers that are really, really, really good babyfaces. But Bonesaw and I had had a conversation that uh, that was exactly like that. It's like, like. There, there are very few people that are really, really good baby faces. Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd say, I'd say from what I've seen so far, Juice is is a better baby face. But you know, he's he's yelling louder now. So that... <laughs> his beard's longer and he yells louder. That's that, that's what's changed. No, I mean, he's he, he's I mean he's also been dragging Finley's name through through the mud in, in the post match comments. So it's like he like he does all like every because you know, how New Japan works. Everyone does all their fucking their work backstage, so they can yeah. say whatever they want to. And he's like he you know I'm trying to remember what he what he said about Finley, but it was just something to the effect of David Finley is a fucking loser, and he just berated them and then they had this they had this match and it was just fucking great it was awesome i don't know how many times i have to say it uh and then juice gives a rock hard knee to the ring announcer's gut get the fuck out of my ring and he's right because juice is the iwgp united states heavyweight champion i don't care what will osprey says i don't care about his, te- his tenuous ass grip who's got the belt osprey that knee was rough. Oh God, it like hurt me. I can still remember it, man. I, f- I felt like it, you're saying it was in the gut. I think that's being generous. I think it was a little low. <laughs> Jesus. Ju- okay, so so they so th- this was good because 
Juice was like really methodical in this match. Like he just he was targeting uh what was he? He was targeting his his left elbow. Just fucking all of his offense was just focused on Finley's left elbow. Uh, drop drops it on the apron. He's pounding it into the barricade. He does you know like a, a like a fucking divorce court like flatliner on it. It's just he's just nail just nailing one part of his body. Uh uh oh, up come the floor pads and it backfires on Juice as he gets dropped right on his back by Finley. <laughs> what a bump! Uh, yeah. Oh. Mm. Finley starts brutalizing Juice's extremities, and <laughs> then Juice cries, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was great. That was some great, great, great work. Like, I mean, just just uh, Juice becoming a little bitch. <laughs> I, that's my, that's, I, I'll tell you one of, one of my favorite all-time things that, uh, that heels do is uh, when they get put into a submission hold and immediately start ta- like before the hold is almost even locked all the way in. It's just hold. It's get up. I, yeah, that's and I feel like that is something that Juice would do. It just I, I love. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just begging for forgiveness <laughs> as he's getting his ass whomped all over the place. Uh, Finley is biting this man. Okay. Good for him. 15 minutes in. Juice removes the turnbuckle pad and thumbs Finley right in the eye and jams him right into the ring post. And that was, ooh, that was that was good because I didn't think he was going to go all the way through. And then it's, anytime someone's shoulder just bangs right into that ring post, I'm like, mm. Yeah, right back to the shoulder. Superplex from Juice who holds on for a second suplex. But Finley reverses it into a trash panda and Juice rolls out of the ring. Otherwise, it would have been curtains for him. And also good because the match went on for a whole bunch more stuff. Uh, he goes for a second trash panda, catches a left hand of God and Pulp Friction. Uh, Finley kicks out and then Cork and Hall is just going absolutely fucking berserk at this point. I couldn't believe it. I, 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 he hit the... He hit the friction and i was like uh oh, you gotta be kidding me i stopped watching i looked away <laughs> uh, but wait whoa i got me oh god he 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 put finley up on the turnbuckle next just popped him a good one and then just fucking snot rocketed all over him i was like oh man that's fucking gross Good and god. mean oh gross finley hits his uh sliced bread stunner uh, victory is assured, but Juice gets his foot on the rope, and I was like, oh, 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 it's good, because now I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, holy shit. Finley goes for a plancha, and Juice punches him right in the face in midair, and then pile drives him into the exposed ground, then hits the left hand of God, and then goes for a rock slide, and somehow, Finley still finds his way out of it, and gets he gets blasted in the red shoes. I don't I don't even know how he's walking. Like that whole chain of offense was just absolutely fucking ridiculous. I was like, "Well, fin- Finley's done. It's it's only a matter of time." And then he blasts Juice with the sh- with the sh- fucking shillelagh. And I was like, "I love it. I love it when when baby faces do do bad guy stuff." 
and he and he did that. I was like, dude, if you if you pin him off of this, I'm I'm gonna love you for it. But then he pins him one two, pulls him up, says no 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 no, I'm gonna actually you know put my finisher on you. Hits a trash panda, one two three. Uh, he wins in 24 minutes and one seconds. Uh, that whole just end of that match was absolutely fucking nuts. I love the way too. Before he hits him with the shillelagh, he hits the title too, and you get that loud thwack <laughs> and much to when he connects with it. Oh God, yeah. And then he and then he takes the U.S. title off of him. This U.S. title's mine. And yeah, like just finally, like two people, like two people who are enemies with some fucking chemistry. Like that match was so so fucking good. Loved it. Uh. Let's move to the post-match comments. Ishii says, Next up is Tama, a coward who joined the good guy's side when Bullet Club betrayed you. I thought you'd have more stones than that. He'll have less when I'm done with you. Fear me. It's always fun. Ishii Ishii doesn't talk very much, so... (laughs) And also, like... Tama's not in chaos, but, you know, he's sort of, like, in that gray area, Hantai, chaos adjacent. Ishii don't give a shit. Uh, Yano screams, when will Jonah finally accept my apology? (laughs) (laughs) Cobb, Archer... I'm going to send your ass back to AEW where you can sit on the sidelines and watch the real men work. Everybody dies, man. Zacky Teckers comes out. I could see Tanahashi when he's 70. Two robotic legs, plastic arm, being wheelchaired down to the ring, and still hitting bloody high fly flows with his limbs exploding in every direction. So no, I don't think I'll be the one to finish Tanahashi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jay White comes out. Oh, sorry. Uh, Tanahashi comes out. I'll be dedicated to a muscle life 24-7. What a, what a baby face. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it doesn't matter what he says. He's just, he's, he's the baby face. He's the baby face of the universe. <sighs> Jay White comes out. Uh, on the today, on the, God, I can't say it right because it's not, it's not a good name. On the Tajay Show, today's guests, Fale and El Fantasmo. Fale goes, I just want to say, fuck them! Okay, Jay then asks for El Fantasmo's account of his night with Peter the, the night prior. El Fantasmo whispers into Jay's ears, then he pantomimes a bunch of various ludicrous sex positions. <laughs> he he whispers, he whispers into his ear some more, more pantomiming, more whispering, more pantomiming, and Jay's face as he's listening is just like, his frown is just like slowly getting more like, oh my, I've never heard like, I've never heard anything so horrendous. Oh God, and, I love the and, dynamic between you guys. And, and then and then El Fantasmo goes, and then she wanted breakfast, so I kicked her out. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Jay goes well I'm sure he paid for the taxi and then they you know wrap that up uh, Kenta comes out and says I told you not to come to my block matches fatty to the fat cameraman have you gained weight 
Seriously, don't come to my block matches. Then he grabs his book. Uh, seriously, everything is here in my book. Ask me a question. And someone goes, well, the belief is no one comes back from two losses. Page 45, next. Someone uh, then asks, uh, your next block match uh, is with Goto on August 2nd. Uh, it's page 65, next. What do you think of uh, House of Torture's antics? Enough, the answers are all there. I want to say two things. One, don't come to any more of my block matches. And two, my book has everything else I want to say. So stop asking me. Oh, God, Kent is the man. Archer says everybody dies. Uh, and uh, lastly, Finlay comes out. Osprey, this is my ticket to getting into your head. Uh, referring to the United States Championship. And you can have it back when you take it off of me. Until then... Tough luck, bitch. And that concludes the events of Night 6. <laughs> Jake, any uh, final thoughts there about Night 6? I'm just super excited to see what's next for David, man. I'm so biased. I'm so unbelievably biased. But, like, I'm look, so excited. Look, we're, this, whole, this whole show is about bias. We, you know, <laughs> by necessity, shit on Hiroki Goto about once, once a show. And not even because we... You know, hate him as a person. It has nothing to do with that. It's just, it's just one of those dudes. Who just, just hasn't caught on, and it's been four. Yeah. It's been four years now. Like we, like we have given him his due diligence, and it's just he. You know, he hasn't really you know caught my imagination. Will he catch our imaginations on night seven? Though I suppose we'll find out after these messages. Order, order. This court has found you guilty of being mean to dogs, cats, ferrets. Rabbits and every other one of the cutest animals under God's blue sky. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Don't forget about honors. I only did it because I was listening to Locals Barbershop after hours. I didn't know what I was doing. I swear. Silence. I've heard just about all I care to hear out of that slick, talking Yankee mouth of yours. This court said it is you to dare. This is too easy, Bonesaw. Listening to locals barbershop after hours will cause you to be mean to animals. Don't forget the elderly. Animals and the elderly. You gotta be a real monster to listen to that show, Daniel. If you are an inhuman monster who is mean to animals and the elderly, listen to locals barbershop after hours at jabroniu.com. If you are not an inhuman monster who is mean to animals and the elderly, listen to new Jabroni Pro Wrestling at jabroniu.com. Okay, and uh, we're back. We still got Jake Sterling with us, and now we're on uh, night seven. And I had a really good time on night six. And night seven, I thought was uh, pretty great, and uh, it kind of slowed down towards the end. The, the, the end wasn't quite as good as I was hoping. What do you think about night seven? Uh, some ups and some downs, um, but some there's some some definitely some good wrestling on here. And um, Will Osprey's the man. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll start off with Osprey versus Yujiro Takahashi. Uh, Peter comes out separately from Yujiro Takahashi, and then she tentatively, tentatively tries to say too sweet, too sweet. Yujiro throws down his hat and then runs over, and they lovingly embrace, as if to say, yeah, "I could no. never stay mad at you, Peter." Yeah. Shades of Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man. Yeah, the most the most beautiful relationship in pro wrestling. 
a a man who is a pimp and his uh, dominatrix style uh, escort that walks out to the ring with him. What a holy union! <laughs> and and who he apparently you know is the pimp of. Uh oh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was say, there's a lot going on in that relationship. Yeah. I, I'm not going to try to break it down right now. Let's break down the match. <laughs> uh oh. Archer has a knee injury, possibly. So hope hopefully he's okay. You know, I guess if not, good for Jake Sterling. I guess. <laughs> there you go. Get him out of there. I'll replace him. <laughs> oh man, this is very different from having Bone Saw in here. <laughs> <laughs> I fly out tomorrow, guys. I'm, I'm replacing it. Uh, Everybody lives now in the G1. I'm on my way. <laughs> but Bonesaw would be like, I'm flying out tomorrow, guys. I'm going to make sure Lance Archer's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go massage his knee. <laughs> okay. Yujiro uh, biting people's thumbs. It, it, it never gets old. It just never does. Uh, he goes for a super fisherman buster, and then Osprey b- bites his thumb. And I, I like that. Just a little... What goes around comes around. 450 from Osprey for no goddamn fucking reason. You're you're wrestling Yujiro Takahashi. Why did you feel like you needed to do a 450 splash? There's a very good reason, and it's because he's Will Osprey. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was honestly very surprised at the amount of of like straight up offense that Yujiro got in this match. I thought it was gonna be very one-sided with Osprey. I thought that Yudro was going to be very shady and do he wasn't. He was just whooping Osprey's ass. It was kind of Yeah. Weird. He he was he was laying he was laying into it, you know. Uh not nothing super fancy about Yudro's offense. Uh you know, he does he's got some good he's got some good slams and good suplexes. I really I like the Fisherman Buster. I I like that he does the uh as Kevin calls it the uh, intercollegiate slam. Yep. Love it. He's he's got he's got some fun moves up his sleeve. Uh, Yujiro counters the hidden blade by distracting the ref and punching Osprey right in his Tokyo pimps. Uh, a satellite DDT from Yujiro into pimp juice, and I, I colored me impressed. I was not expecting uh, Yujiro to do a fucking satellite <laughs> DDT. I wasn't expecting any of this offense. I I was very very. Uh, caught off guard by by the amount of offense that uh, the, the amount of ass whooping that Yujiro did in this match. All right, uh, for for one second, I really thought Yujiro was gonna hit big juice. Uh, when he when he caught Osprey out of the Oz cutter and and get the victory, I it, like I I really believed it for one second. You know, and then you know, alas, Osprey pops him up for a deadly form. Hits huge right in the face of the hidden blade. Pinfall victory, 11 minutes, 17 seconds. Yeah, I have in my notes, I think the hidden blade might be my favorite move in wrestling right now. I think it's just so cool. Like You can hit it out of nowhere. So many ways you can get into it, and you can take anybody out with it. He hits it so well. He can, he hits it in the back. I don't like when he hits it in the back so much. It scares me. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what, you know, and this is what I'm saying about, you know, you know, doing some things that are maybe not super safe because, you know, you need like that's the part of your brain that like it controls your motor functions and shit, you know? Yeah. I, when he does it in the front, it always looks so beautiful. It, it looks like looks super safe, but it also looks like it's 
racking the person he's hitting it with. When he hits in the back, I, I have to close my eyes and grip my teeth. Like, oh, God. Yeah, please, please, no, please, no CT. Please, God. Please, please, please still be alive after after he hits you. Like, if, Of all people, though, to hit it in the back, hit you, draw with it in the back. <laughs> He'll be all right. Yeah, he... <laughs> Oh no! I thought you were saying hit Yudro in the back with it because he's a he's a threat who could pin you at any second if he wanted to. He's dangerous. Put him down fast. Also that, and he he pinned David Finley, so we've got heat. So <laughs> anybody who fins, pins Finley in this G one, I don't I don't like. So well, look, I, I'll 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 tell you this: uh, they they established uh, Yudro in la, you know, last year's G one as more of a contender. So I um. Finley taking a loss to Yudro is not necessarily a big deal, but out of out of context, if this is where if you know if you haven't watched anything for like two years, yeah, I I would be like, ah, oh, come fucking on, man, yeah. seriously. It was just because it was the first match, and I was ready for a hot start, and I was like, ah, oh, we're getting we're getting we're getting a different a different yeah. start to this, but, but whatever. Let let this let this match be evidence that they're you know they're not Yudro is not going to eat every single pin this year. <laughs> And remember, if you're not careful, you might do a satellite DDT on you out of nowhere. And you'll be like, where the fuck did that come from? Uh, that was my number three. That was my number three for the night, I think. Same here. Yeah, no I, I have numbers written down and I feel like I, you know, I might end up, I might end up changing them. I'm not sure. Uh, next up is uh, Fale and Yano. This has uh, been a really weak offering of Yano matches this year and... I thought for sure with Fale and Yano because that's a, that's a classic Yano pair up is uh, with with Fale. Uh, it oh, was man. it was number four and you know it was it was what it was. So we just blast. I actually, blast I actually it. went this one number five. <laughs> yeah, I, I chose the intermission over this match. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm glad that you had the same idea that I that I had to be like some of these shows might get. Some of these shows, some of these matches might get ranked number five if they're extra, you know, if they're extra stinky. But yeah, yeah that, that's that's fine. You could you could rank it number five. It's fine. Uh, the the old Yano sit and wait as he sits out in the uh, crowd waiting for Folly to come out, but he's not going for it. And he sits in Yano's chair in the ring, and it gets close to twenty, and then Yano realizes that that's not going to work, and he runs back at a ring. Uh, although I did like that. Uh, like as soon as he runs back at the ring, like Fale tried to clothesline him. Uh, he ducks under it and then he turns around to hit him again and he just hits him with a drop toe hold right in, right in the fucking chair. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't as good as the one as he did on Okada, who was running full speed, and also they were on the outside, so that makes it better for some reason. And you know, I'll, you know, imagine that Okada's a better sell than than Fale, <laughs> but, but but it was still funny. Drop toe hold into the, into the chair. Yeah, Folly is one of these guys to me. It's like, come on, man. It might, it, it might be time to hang it up. <laughs> it doesn't seem Folly. Like, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Folly's legacy and everything. But it, it, this guy, it, I don't want to be too like critical. But because like I don't know, me for example, I love watching the G1 for like wrestling. But I get you got to have your sports entertainment in there too, which is definitely what this was match was tonight. But like I don't know, Folly's the guy that's just out there. He's phoning it in. He's I, I every time Folly's on his back, I generally am worried that he's not going to be able to get back up, that he's stuck on his back like a turtle. Uh, <laughs> and I, 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 this was like this is a match I was just very excited for it to be over. <laughs> was, 
Well, he, here, here's here's some things to chew on when you when you think about Fale. Um, he devotes most of his time to the New Zealand dojo, so let's you know let let's 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 uh, honor his legacy there by making many young lions just do a thousand squats a day <laughs> because that's so many squats, and he's just like, you know, all of you just do it, do fucking a thousand squats because like that's what you need to be able to do in this fucking dojo, you know. Also. Yeah, it's you know, ha- is it time to hang it up? Yes, no. Um, does he have a cushy, comfortable job where he can go out, work a safe match, be be a good be a good foil to another wrestler? Um, you know the pe- the people over there, the, the the crowds that he's performing, they 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 fucking love him. You know, like it's- I, I, I totally get that. I totally agree. And like I said, like his his, his body of work, very big fan of Fale. Very big fan. Uh, I've just, I have a hard time getting invested, I guess is what I'm trying to say, at this point in his career. Especially when you pair him up with Ayano, where he's just ridiculous. Just the pairing. It wasn't like terrible by any means. It was very, very entertaining. It's very similar to Kenta and Evil. Um, But uh, number five. (laughs) And and look, you know, Fale might be the first guy to be like, I'm not going to have a six and a half star banger yeah. with, with fucking Tanahashi in the, in the main event of Tokyo dome where like I, you know, never wrestle again because it extolled, you know, took too much of a toll on me. You know, he's, he's, he's working. He's, he's working. Like that's, that's what I'd want to be doing at that point. Just like, you know, not, not everyone's the ace of the universe, but you know, if you have a cushy job that pays well and it's something you like doing, like, yeah, that's it's Yeah, I'll agree with that. We got four blocks. Everybody's gotta be involved. <laughs> we gotta we gotta fill in those blocks an extra big year. Alright, uh Yano blasts water in Fale's face from a bottle he pulls from under the ring, which nearly causes him to miss the twenty count. I was just thinking to myself, it's just water. Like he just. Ref- I thought at first it was the um, remind me of the guy's name. Who was the dude uh, in AEW when they first started that was doing the lube? He was always spraying himself with lube. Oh <laughs> God, that's a uh, oh God. Uh, I know, I know that dude's name. He's the he's the guy like he's the uh, Kenny Omega's lackey, but I can't remember. I can't remember what his name is. I mean that that's what I thought it was at first. I was like, are you kidding me? They got the lube busted out. <laughs> Uh, uh, Michael Nakazawa. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike, Michael Nakazawa. Yeah, no, it was just a, it was just a bottle. It was just a fucking bottle of water, and he's just like, oh, like, oh god, like uh, water, my one fucking weakness. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, Yano sneaks in a low blow and attempts a backslide, but uh, Folly launches him into the exposed turnbuckle, rolls him up for a victory in five minutes and thirty six seconds. Um, you know, it, it, it. Does technically eke in, but we have an automatic rule that you automatically get fifth place. If well, you automatically get last place, but let's just call the rule you automatically get fifth place if your match is under five minutes. I think five minutes and a five and a half minutes still counts as under five minutes. So yeah, number five. That's fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down. Number five because it was only five and a half minutes. <laughs> Just in case I look through this in a couple of years from now and go, why did I give this a five? There's only four <laughs> four people these blocks. 
I think we can, I think we can go to the, the next match. This this was my this was my number two, and I may hate to say it, I could possibly rank it as number one. Uh, I, the reason I hate to say it is because of you know, wouldn't it wouldn't it be funny if this were the year that Goto makes me go, yeah, yeah, it's Goto, but not not so much. It was more that Hanare is super impressive, <laughs> and Goto my God. Goto was Hanare there. It's like I feel like every time you watch the G1 you're you got these you know you've got your favorites and everything but you've got these guys that you're like who is this let me see Hanari is my guy like I had no clue who this guy was going into this and this guy has blown me away like I, I am the I have become in three matches the biggest Aaron Hanari fan like wow like the, the, his 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 offense everything about his entire uh appeal is is is, is awesome to me I'm a big I'm loving everything he's doing all right, well then let me let me give you a little bit of context for Aaron Hanare. Uh went through the young lion system, went on excursion, uh came back. Uh he was uh under the moniker Toa Hanare. Uh generic Samoan type fucking gimmick. Didn't really do anything super it, the uh, that that category uh, we call it young lion plus. So, you know, like uh, like your uh, Master Wattos, and pe- people in that ilk, where it's like, okay, you went back, you came back, you're allowed to be a superstar, you're not a young lion anymore, uh, but you know you still need to get superstar experience over here, so you yeah. are still going to be you know losing a lot of matches, but you know you're yeah. at least not going to lose the young lions, so that's something. So he does that. He does that uh, for for a couple years. Nothing really catches on, um, and then. He went away for a while, comes back, joins, um, joins United Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, United United Kingdom, United Empire. Uh, oh, sorry, United yeah. Empire. <laughs> <laughs> he, the most magical place on earth. <laughs> yeah. uh, he joins United Empire. Is like I'm going under Aaron Hanare. I'm gonna wear you know fucking assassin assassin isotoner gloves, and. Um, most most recently, before this G one, he put on a ton of weight. So okay. now now he's uh, now he's big, and this is his first G one climax. And his first his first match that he had, I was like, "This is the best Hanari match I've ever seen." Um, and I said, "I hope the rest of like what he needs to be as a wrestler is hitting people as hard as he can." And being hit by people as hard as he can, and if he and if he does that, he's gonna go over a fucking storm. And he his his matches are, have are getting better and better as his G one is going on. So I can't wait to see the rest of the people that he takes on in his block. Um, but this this match this match was good, and I almost with we'll see where we are after the conversation. We might we might move it around, but. How, you 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 like the Hanari then? You're you're down with the Hanari. Yeah. His uh his correct me if I'm wrong. Is he the first one he beat is Tanahashi right this year? Oh yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah, that that caught my attention because I watched it. Oh, Tanahashi versus this guy I've never heard of. He beats him. Caught my catches my attention. Then he has what is my so far second number two match of the entire G1 so far. Him and uh, Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, which was yeah that was uh, very good. Incredible. And then uh. And then he has this match, and I'm just like, yeah, this guy has definitely caught my attention. I love that he's part of the the faction. Uh, it, I love 
I don't know, man. I'm, yeah, I'm a fan of everything he's doing. He's got so much intensity, but like at the same time, like he can get his ass whooped and look good too. Like he's not just some big guy that's just throwing offense. He's he's good on he's good on both ends. So yeah, I'm love. I'm I'm a bit, I'm I'm on board. I, and and this is this is good because G G one usually tends to take like one or two people and they're like they're gonna show you how good they are in G one and then it's like now they're now they've elevated themselves to a higher level and that seems like what it's going to be for Aaron Hanare and this one I think two two G ones ago it was it was Jeff Cobb. And yeah. I was really, I was really excited for that. The first time I saw Jeff Cobb was when, uh, um, it, it was the NJPW uh, cross the vi- the video game, the video game thing that that Kenny Omega, uh, you know, like was instrumental in setting up basically. Um, and I uh, there was, uh, I think the main event was Golden Lovers versus Young Bucks, but Jeff Cobb was on that show, and. You know he's gigantic, throwing everyone around, and then he did, he did a a standing mood salt, and I was like, this guy fucks, I love it, and yeah. and then he got he got that fucking that treatment, and now he's you know he's a bad guy, and he's in this United Empire stable, and Os- Osprey's got himself a good fucking stable. I wasn't uh, I wasn't sure at first, and it's it's really really shaping up. And that yeah. you know that doesn't even count you know all the you know the the Aussie Open guys or 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 TJP or uh, the uh, and Antonio or no Francesco Akira, so like that the United Empire roster's deep. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Disney Magic Kingdom. <laughs> they're, they're great. Yeah, that's we're we're both we're both parents. It's, it's only natural. You know, the United Kingdom's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we we get in we get into this match uh, five minutes so far and they've done nothing but hit each other so so far so good yeah uh, red shoes won't count a sloppy pin which I which I kind of like I think Hanari uh, just put his knee down on the guy and just like gave a muscle pose and he's like I'm not gonna count that and red shoes does that from time to time it's one of the few Hello. things that I appreciate about him. <laughs> Hanare kicks and his forearms are just so good. And he did, he did a roundhouse kick into Goto's face and it just fucking like blasted him. Like he just fucking crumpled. It was, it was, it was loud and it hit him right in the face and it was so fucking good. Um, they were almost seven minutes into that match before an actual wrestling move happened. Like they were just fucking hitting each other and that's great. That's exactly what I wanted. These guys are throwing blows. This this started off looking like a UFC fight. Um, they they uh, around ten minutes they just start blasting each other. Um, the whole building is 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 going fucking nuts. Uh, they, they were just unloading into each other's faces. So we're talking about not training your uh, not being able to train your face earlier. Like Goto just kept hitting Hanare in the face, and he was just taking it on the fucking chin and it and Goto was hitting his ass fucking hard and yeah. it was very good. Uh <laughs> I did right they both unloaded at each other's faces. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny cuz it sounds like come. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you breaking that down. <laughs> I'm sure where you're going with that. <laughs> uh 
15 minutes in, uh, he hits Goto with a spinning heel kick. Again, just straight and true. Uh, right in the right in the fucking face. Uh, GTW and Hanare kicks out. Uh, it's going nuts at the end, and then Goto finally hits GTR uh, wins in 17 minutes and 12 seconds, and they they beat the hell out of each other. I if we if we talk about the next match and decide that this is the number one match of the night, um, despite Bonesaw's win, well, guess what? Bonesaw ain't fucking here. <laughs> so if we decide this is the number one match of the night, then uh, I'm gonna write it down as the number one match of the night, and Goto uh, go, Goto Bonesaw's gonna be like, yeah, fine, gosh. Yeah, what, I'm gonna. What's he gonna do? What's he I gonna gave do? it a two. I gave it two. Give it two. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, the time I need. I I have it written as two. Then I then I need a I need a strong I need a strong discussion as to why the main event is number one. I mean, I wrote I initial I have it written in as number one. I have I think solely because of how beautiful the brainbuster that Ishii hit was for the win. <laughs> I'll I'll give you that. I will give you that. He he. It, it was. That's ever seen yeah it it was i've i've seen him hit that brain buster a million times and that one that one caught my attention it's just it was just he hit it at like just the right speed where he's like nope it's time to fucking end this shit yeah so like i I was gonna say this about goto's finisher and i'm like i'm not a person that likes to say this like oh you know that's not a good finisher because if if you hit a move and the person doesn't kick out it's a finisher and that is what it is right but like i don't know goto hit his hit his finish and and it just doesn't like wrap up the match for me enough you know it it looks like a transitionary move to me i don't know that could be me overthinking it no no you're 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 correct you're correct you're correct it's fine i haven't watched a ton of matches so i mean i'm sure that the new japan a ton of goto matches so I'm sure the New Japan fans are seeing that move and like, oh, it's over. But I saw that and I was like, oh, I wonder what he's gonna hit next. And I'm like, oh, it's, that's in the match. Like, okay, I'll answer that. He's gonna. I'll answer that question. He's gonna hit the pavement because he's fucking done. <laughs> Snapping necks and so, cashing checks, baby. Goto's out of the building. And right off that same note, like so many people do the brainbuster nowadays. Like it's if you were to say it out loud, like it's not a finisher. But when Ishii hit that, you're like, oh, this match is over. Like, there is- <laughs> I don't think that Kitama could kick out if he wanted to. Like that is, this match is over. Yeah, okay. yeah, and it's and it's fine. It's it, you know, it felt cri- it felt criminal to suggest that we give Goto another match, you know, match of the night. So it's fine. This this one could still be number one. I I love that none of Tana's uh, uh none of Tama's offense does anything to Ishii, and then. Ishii just goes, are you dead hitting me? And then just massacres him like every single time. Yeah, forearm chop, forearm chop, forearm chop. What I have here in my notes is Tama is like more shredded than he's ever been in his life. Why are you wearing a shirt, brother? Take that thing off. Own it. I get that you want to take off the shirt later in the match, but you only had the shirt off for like 60 seconds of the match. That thing should be off right at the start. (laughs) Show it off, brother. Show off that hard work. This is the the funny thing too because he only recently started started taking that thing. I, I, it was in the last G one, and I say recently because the last G one was in September. So I was like, we're we're already doing double. Like we just fucking did this already. I'm, I'm tired. I'm t- fucking tired, man. But you know, like the the Olympics can't happen in fucking Japan anymore because then it's gonna move my G one schedule around. I'm gonna have to deal with bullshit again. Yeah, it's, that's not okay. Stay- well, I'll talk to the people. We'll we'll get it figured out for you. <laughs> Shh. 
Th- thank you. Just you know, I don't think it's a huge ask. <laughs> Ishii bowls over Tama at full speed, and Chris Car- Chris Charlton goes, "Oh my God, he yeeted him!" <laughs> Jesus, Chris, come on, man. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying to be. Uh, he's trying to be him with the kids. <laughs> Doctor Chris Charlton, he yeeted him. <laughs> All right, incredible power from Ishii as he deadlifts Tama into a superplex. And yeah, it's Ishii has uh, on multiple occasions hit the hit. First of all, I I think he's the first person I've ever uh, see do a stall on a superplex. Are you fucking hell? Like uh, he didn't quite do it this time. This was more about Tama's like, I'm not do, I'm not going. I'm not going. And he's like, yes, you fucking are. And then superplexes him. But Ishii'll fucking get someone up into a superplex and stall that shit. And I'm like, that is hot. That's a hot fucking move. Like, yeah. it's just that that little, it's that little fucking thing. And it's like, oh man, you like, Ishii, you know, looks like a fucking bowling ball. But, you know, he's also as strong as a bowling ball. So, yeah, it makes, it makes sense. Uh, Ten minutes in, uh, Supreme Flow and... Tama rips rips that shirt off. He's you know he he rips it off now. He about that. He it, that was like he did it. Uh, I think he he just started doing it in the la- in the last G one, and he would do it at the beginning of the match. But now he's now he's doing the mid match reveal. But he and I don't even think he did it for the whole time. He like just did it and fucking. Uh, he he just he just did it. And everyone was like, "Whoa, what the fuck? That guy's ripped." It's amazing, but yeah, sure. Just have have pop that shirt off, pop it off. Yeah, keep that thing off, man. You're disrespecting us. Uh, gun stun reversed into a backdrop suplex, and that's great. That's how you stop a stun gun. Yeah. Uh, we, I love the stun gun. It is infuriating to watch it not hit. And there's yeah. a there's a lot of ways where it's just like. You know, it's 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 a fucking cutter, so you just go like, nope, I, like I'm not gonna, I'm not selling it, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch it or whatever. Reversing it into a different move is what needs to be done with that, because it's just like it's so gratifying to see it hit, so it's so fucking frustrating to see somebody block it. But he goes to hit on Ishii, and Ishii just turned into a backdrop suplex, and it's just fucking, it was, it was like he fell over the top of Ishii. It was also like. It was just gnarly looking. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say that's gotta be the most reverse move of all time. Like between the gun stun and the the os cutter and when RKO, like they they hit it. I mean, they hit it so like they it gets reversed so many more times than it's hit. Like it's ridiculous. Like I, it's, it's to the point now where Tama goes for it. If Osprey goes for it, in my head, I'm like, oh, there's no way they're hitting this. There's, there's <laughs> no way this is reversed. Yeah, what what are we we're seven minutes into the match, he's not hitting it. Okay. Tama tries to bull over Ishii with a lariat, and Ishii fires back and levels him with a forearm. And just right in the face. Boom. 15 minutes in. Tama hits uh Villano out of nowhere. Uh the crowd was absolutely loving that. Uh and then they started headbutting each other. <laughs> like Tama like jumped straight up in the air and just knocked him right on his like did a shoot headbutt and then Ishii you know does the nice loud headbutt like right into the you know right into that shoulder 
that shoulder neck area that's just super loud sounding. But yeah, they, you know, I'm always like, ugh, don't do shoot headbutts. That hurts so much. I believe you're tough. You're not going to prove it to me. Exactly. I, I don't, that's not for me. Ever since the uh, Shibata Okada headbutt, I'm good on I'm good on those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and and not on and don't hit him on a random G one night. Hit him in the final if you make it to the final. <laughs> yeah. Got nothing to prove tonight, brother. <laughs> yeah. Take your shirt off. That's enough. You whether you win or lose, you're you're still you're still in this you're still in this tournament. So you know, yeah, you don't worry about. It. Just take your shirt off. Relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tana hits a, a TKO, a, a TKO, which was pretty great because you don't see him bust that one out. And then uh, Ishii hits a fucking TKO, little little cheeky treat for the crowd. And that's that. Ishii's really good at being like, I'm gonna hit a move that you that you hit that no one's gonna expect me to hit because it's like it does. Like he'll always pick some random move that's like, this is not a move that's in my arsenal. I've never hit it before. Um, you know, you rarely use this move. I'm going to hit it back on you, and then people are going to love it. And he he knows what he's doing, because it fucking worked. The crowd went nuts. And then Ishii hits Tama with a quick, nasty, vertical drop brain buster, wins in 20 minutes and 7 seconds. And as is custom, Ishii does not give a closing promo. He gets the, he gets the fuck out of the building the second he wins. He's the only one who does that. Yeah, I waited for that. I was like, he's just going to talk. This is weird." And I was like, "Nope, nope, he's not." <laughs> no. And that yeah, that's part of his it's part of his charm. Let's uh let's move to the post-match comments. El Fantasmo comes into the back eating a fucking Big Mac. He says, "You think you're filthy? Look at this." Yeah, waving the Big Mac at his hand. Uh he cram he then crams the whole Big Mac into his mouth. You can't out filth the filth master. He says as Big Mac is just overflowing out of his mouth. He then proceeds to just sit there and finish the Big Mac. Gotta get these gains, brother. Jake, never let anyone tell you that you can't eat an entire cheeseburger during a promo. Don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do that. That might be the next spot that I'm going to bring to America. (laughs) (laughs) I... I'm I'm loving bring, bringing it to America. By the way, I, I'm loving that for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff in this G1 I'm going to bring to America. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kenta comes out, and then to the fat cameraman says, "I'm sorry, I was so upset with you yesterday. I just lost a block match on my book release day, no less. Can you forgive me?" Cameraman nods yes. And I didn't mean to call you fat. You're just pleasantly plump. Will you come to my next block match? Cameraman shakes his head. Yes. <laughs> Great. That's all I wanted to say today. Actually, I wanted to say one more thing. My book is out now, and I'm sticking to my word of not promoting it here. He then looks into the cameraman's face strangely, like like he doesn't understand what he's seeing. And then he grabs the camera out of the cameraman's hand, points it at the cameraman, who is holding Ishi- or who's holding Kenta's book? And he says Kenta's book is available now. And then Kenta goes, "You're fat." What? What? I would like to place a strong bet for Kenta winning best promo 
in this year's G1 Climax. Oh Usually it's a pretty tight race between him and, and Zack Sabre, but with this book thing, he's unfucking stoppable uh. Jonah comes out. Great Ocon, you fucking creep. You're going to get yours. Thought it was funny they called him a fucking creep. <laughs> Okan comes out. The Azora Subaru Sheep Killer was effective tonight. Although it was known by that name before, it is now known as the Luna Subaru Sheep Killer. Like a princess, she will sleep in our lap comfortably for all eternity. Great Okan, you fucking creep. What, 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 what does any of that shit mean? <laughs> yeah, good call, Jonah. Uh, this guy's a hero, but he's also a freaking weirdo. <laughs> his, he, you know, if, if anyone's given Kent a, a run for his money on his, Okan's promos, have, uh, they've been outlandish. Uh, I look forward to them every time. Cobb comes out. You know what happened the last time a hawk attacked me, Archer? A Tonby swooped out of the air and stole my sandwich. So you know what I did? I caught it and gave it to a KFC and fried it up extra crispy for a special Christmas dinner. You say everybody dies, but I say everybody flies. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Jay White comes out and on today's installment of the Jay Show. There we go. uh, we We got Juice Robinson. I want to say some rock hard facts. David Finley is a fucking loser. <laughs> he says a bunch of other stuff, but that made me laugh. Sorry, sorry, David, if you're if you're listening. <laughs> it was it was good though. <laughs> Zack Saber Jr. comes at. I'm gonna suck Naito's eyes out of his sockets. And then he he said he said a bunch of other stuff about Tanahashi. He had he decided instead of giving a babyface promo about Tanahashi, he was gonna put a little stake on it, and it was funny. Uh, Sonata comes out. Okan's been on a roll, so I'm looking forward to that match. And then Okan comes out for a double dose of his pimping. Sonata says, "Why did you join the Empire? You're dressed like a Mongolian." Okan says, "And Sonata says." But then you've got this weird undead gimmick. And Okan's like, yeah, from ancient Chinese lore. Like, stop trying to sound like you know everything. Look at me. I'm Sonata. Watch as I make a fool of myself. And then Sonata goes, this guy's nuts. He's not even talking to him anymore. This guy's nuts. And then he goes, here, calm down and eat this. And he (laughs) hands him a fucking, a pre-wrapped pancake. (laughs) What? The whole, the whole interaction is so funny because then Okan is like, "Oh, this guy's got jokes. This guy's got jokes." It's like, I do love a good pancake, though. <laughs> Just fucking walks off. <laughs> so if if you don't know about the pancake thing, when Okan heroically saved that little girl. She, you know, she obviously she was like, like freaking out and he had, you know, like just gone and gotten some pancakes. So Japanese pancakes are like, they're like super, like super thick. Um, yeah. And yeah. And, and now as I've learned today, you can buy them in like an individually like sealed wrapped packages. 
And, you know, she was like freaking out. He was like, here, like have some pancakes. So this is why the whole pancake, the whole pancake thing is a thing. Of so, course, why not? Makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, as every time I think Sonata doesn't have a personality, he does something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Osprey comes out and says, How in the blue fuck did anyone in Bullet Club teach you draw a satellite DDT? Oh my god. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And that concludes the events of Night 7. Jake, uh, any final thoughts about Night 7? Um, what a brain buster. That was great. Okay. <laughs> what, a cap, what a cap on a solid night of wrestling. Yeah, I I was I was expecting I was expecting uh some some midweek shits and actually got a lot of got a lot of good wrestling. So, it was a uh, it was great and it's going to set us up for a fucking killer weekend, I'm sure. Uh now we will uh do the ceremonial reading of points and then uh we'll do some promos on the end here, talk about next next time we're going to see you and uh, we'll get the fuck out of here. Do it. In the A block, uh, also known as the Body Improvement Club, brought to you by Dragon George. Kazuchika Okada has four points. Bad Luck Folly has bad, bad Luck Folly has four points. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Yano, Archer, Jeff Cobb all have two points. Uh, Lawler, Jonah don't have any points yet. In wow. the B block, the Boy Bland block. Uh, with four points, Jay White, uh, Taichi, Tamatanga, Tomohiro Ishii, Sonata, and Chase Owens all have two points each. Big O, no points. No points for Great Ocon. In C block, the cock block. Uh, let's see. Zack Sabre Jr. and Hiroki Goto both have four points. Tanahashi, Evil, Aaron Hanare have two points. Kenta Naito, no points. Dyer's... Dire Straits, bigger stars in the block, which means they're going to come back and win a bunch of matches, hopefully. Hopefully Kenta uh. does. I mean, if Naito does too, that's good, I guess. He got fucking hand-boned last year. Injury on the very first night, had to forfeit the whole rest of the tournament. How do they do that when they, when they get injured? They just like... Uh, every Everyone gets a buy round, so every everyone gets two points. Uh, Zach Sabre Jr. was the only person that he wrestled, and uh, Zach had to get those two points the fucking hard way. Oh, <laughs> with, shit. With one of the best matches of the, t- <laughs> the, the fucking tournament. Uh, and then, yeah, it was he was pretty mad about that. It was very hilarious. And lastly, in the 50 Shades of Cool, the D block... With four points, Will Ospreay, Shingo Takagi, Juice Robinson, El Fantasmo, Big Juice, Yujiro Takahashi, and David Finley all have two points. Yoshihashi is the only one who doesn't have any points, but he's only wrestled one match, so. It's uh, start starting to shape up. Um, you know, we have... We're, we're in that spot now where these uh, people are going to start getting eliminated here soon, so. It's uh, getting there. Uh, all right. Um, we'll do some butt business here and wrap up here to check out all the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni U Podcast Network. Follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jabroni U and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen Club on Why Did We Ever Meet? 
tune into Biff Radio. Uh, it's not suitable for human consumption. Ceramic Cat with Cash K. Allen. Be a fly on the wall at Locals Barbershop After Hours. Listen to all new hip-hop on Fluentel and draft pop culture on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast. Again, your p- gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts, jabroniu.com. Remember to give all the podcasts a five-star rating and to like, share, retweet, and subscribe, or else you got three minutes in the ring with Heartless Jake Sterling. And you know, that's as long as I can go before I get blown up, so. He's got you for three minutes, playtime. Uh, Jake, where, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at the underscore Jake underscore Sterling. And anywhere else on social media, just don't bother because I don't really use it. So just use just go to Instagram. Yeah, I realize I'm just gonna use Instagram from now on. <laughs> Focus everything on Instagram. That's all I can do. I'm one person now. I have a fucking baby, so it's just like any <laughs> any any time I like to throw extra work into this stuff. It's like eh, I have to be a terrific father. It's fucking useless. Yeah, Twitter just seems like a second job. I'm, I'm good on that. You guys can you guys can all have fun on Twitter. Yeah, no, twi- twi- Twitter's my me time. Just sit back and watch people have horrible takes. <laughs> oh, spe- especially wrestling Twitter. It's, oh man, it's bad. Uh, okay, so down the pipeline, we have got uh, two shows this weekend. And let's let's see what we got. So for July 30th, block matches, we got... Finley versus Takagi, so out out the gates, a hot fucking match. We got Tom Lawler versus Jonah, so should be some meat slap in there. Sonata versus Great Okan. Hopefully their uh <laughs> their ma- their in ring match is as uh, good as the fucking showcase of promo they put on in the backstage area. And the main event the ace of the universe, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Big Zacky Techers. Zacky Big Ooh. Techers. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah, that's gonna be a hot fucking match. And that's that's just that's just the first night. On Sunday, we got Yoshihashi versus whoop. Nope, I skipped one. Here we go. We got Jeff Cobb versus Lance Archer. Um if if that match is not very good, Jake, then you might, you know. Go back and watch some Lance Archer stuff, but that that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the match that's gonna be like okay, old handsome Dan's on to something. I'm gonna give him a chance. I will. Uh, we got Yoshihashi versus Juice Robinson. Uh, Yoshihashi's matches so far have been fucking good, so Juice Robinson will that'll be fun. We got Jay. Okay, do we have a whole? Okay, we got multiple matches this night. Am I looking at this right? Can I go back and look and make sure I didn't just read the last four matches? No, we just. I had... think there was a night with five. I think I saw that. Is there a night with five? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Okay. And I guess that makes sense that they're doing five, so everything rounds out at some point. All right. So we got an extra. We got an extra. We got an extra big night, or you know, as we would term a normal size night on any other G one climax. So we got Jay White versus Chase Owens. So we got A block, D block, B block. Oh, we get a double dose of A blocks pimping. Okada versus Bad Luck Fale. And that'll be a that'll be a good match to, you know, uh palate cleanse before we Oh god, the main event is Naito and Evil. <laughs> Naito's good, but evil's <laughs> evil. I don't know about this. 
Oh, That's an interesting choice. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I guess it was bound to happen. That seems more like a weekday main event. <laughs> they should, they should, they should, they should have had Finley and and Juice on on main, main eventing this night. I'll say that night eight sounds really good. That sounds like one of the best, most solid all four matches so far. Yeah, it's a. Uh, hot, hot opening, hot ender. Sonata and Okan is is going to be interesting for sure. And Lawler and Jonah is a. I haven't I haven't seen a lot of Jonah, but like the little bit of him when I saw him wrestling in NXT was pretty impressive. So I'd like to see him do some more stuff and be super impressive. So that's what we uh, got for the weekend. So we'll be talking to you next Tuesday with who. Only God can tell. Maybe it might be Jake Sterling again. I don't know. Depend. It 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 depends. J- you know, J- Jake, Jakey, you've 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 told me that you know, like, hey, throw me throw me on a show. This is usually the time where I need you know. I sorry, I I moved your uh, screen over to the other computer screen that I have. So I was like looking. It looks like I'm just like not talking to you. I was looking at you. Okay. <laughs> oh, you never know what I'm going to bring to America. So maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got to go to fully gimmicked. You got, you got to go to fully gimmicked and get, just figure, figure something out. Bring, bring, yeah, bring, bring a, bring a good shirt back to America while you're at it. <laughs> oh my God. We might be onto something. All right. I'm going to write this down. Well, uh, any final thoughts before we go? Uh, this has been a really good G1. I'm super excited for this weekend's matches and uh, go, go Finley. Ah, that's, that's, that's how we, uh, that's, that's good. Boatsaw and I kind of got spoiled because the first G1 climax that we watched, there were like, there was a five-star match almost like every night. (laughs) So like, we were like, is this what the G1 climax is like every year? And uh, part of me, wants to go like all right kenny omega go go to america we'll we don't need you for five star matches don't worry about it and then like everyone was just fucking killing it that year left right and center there's like five there were like five five star matches in that year's g1 so like i'm always like oh okay everyone's gonna you know put on a fucking excellent show and well it's a the 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 five star matches have gotten fewer and fewer, so it's like, okay, I know to just expect good wrestling matches, and that's that's enough for me. Yeah, we're definitely getting that. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. Um, with that, we're gonna say good night. Uh, for my guest, fucking Jake Sterling, man, heartless Jake Sterling. Not not. Not inevitable, not inevitable anymore. Heartless. Yeah, thanks, Ace Austin. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly, I'm fairly certain I had said something about that when I was, when I, when I was doing best of Super Junior. I, I feel like I was like Jake Sterling's gonna, have, he's gonna have to take that up with Jake Sterling. <laughs> no, you know what? Here, here, here's my final thought. Okay, I started doing this inevitable thing. And then Ace Austin started doing it. And I thought, you know what? I, I don't think that Ace Austin is big enough and it's going to matter. And then he does the best of the Super Juniors and they're calling him inevitable every single match. The whole match, they're referencing it. So I'm like, okay, I got to scrap this. This is not going to – this is this is his now. So then 
I jokingly in a video uh, for our, our uh, check it out on YouTube, the Dungeon Diaries, um, ca started calling myself the top dog and it started to catch on. And uh, everybody at shows is like, oh, top dog. Hey, there's the top dog. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to roll with this. I'm going to start calling myself the top dog. I got shirts made and everything. And then what happens when I fucking watch the G1? Who guys start watching Jonah? And he comes out. Here comes the top dog, Jonah. So fuck you too, Jonah. Let me catch Ace Austin or Jonah in the streets. And I swear to God, man, I, I need a damn gimmick. And you guys are you're killing me. They, they they pulled that Uno reversal card on you, uh, you know. Instead of uh, instead of uh, you uh, bringing it back from Japan, they're they're bringing it back from America. Yeah, so I started calling myself the Rainmaker. I'm gonna see if that works. If catches on. I'm not sure. If anybody steals that, though, I'm gonna be pissed. For heartless Jake Sterling, um, Daniel Salorzano, take her easy. Thomas, welcome to heaven. Wow, St. Peter! Well, I've gone over my list, and everything seems to be in order, so why don't we get these gates open? All right! You got a special place I can listen to Biff Radio in there? Actually, we do have a special place for that. Hell! Biff Radio's blasphemous propaganda! Listen to it and forever forfeit the kingdom of heaven! Prosperity the morning song? This grody, you idiots! The Lord again! Bone song? Oh, yeah! Now goes on. If you want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to Biff Radio at JabroniU.com. If you don't want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com!